Time now to turn to our friends at the National Corn Growers Association because this next segment is the monthly grind. We're going to be talking with Sarah McKay, the Director of Market Development at the National Corn Growers Association, as well as Nathan Danielson, who's the lead uh, principal, excuse me, at Biocognito, helping bring bio-based products to the market. Now, Sarah McKay joins us now because we have a very cool event happening with the National Corn Growers Association. It is Consider Corn Challenge number four. Sarah, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Let's talk Consider Corn Challenge. Sarah, before we jump into the details, tell us what is the Consider Corn Challenge? Yeah, so the Consider Corn Challenge, we've had three today, and these are open innovation contests that really look to establish novel uses for corn. So think bio-based materials, products, and technologies that can utilize corn that don't currently today. So we're really looking at, you know, replacing uh, things like petrochemicals, um, products that, you know, can be more environmentally friendly, but also grind more corn. So we have had three challenges so far and are really excited that this year the challenge is actually up to the prize pool to $250,000 for our Consider Corn Challenge for winners. Ooh, $250,000. A quarter of a million dollars goes to, is it just the one winner with the best strategy or how does the prize money work, Sarah? So uh, for each contest, we choose between one to six winners, depending on the quality of entries and our judging panel. We pull experts from across the industry to help judge our entries. So uh, we've had um, in the past uh, anywhere from three to six winners. So the prize pool gets split equally between them. Now, Sarah, well, there's a lot to get excited about when we're thinking about new uses for corn. But for some of us, it, it's hard to think about breaking the mold, right? Corn is used for feed. I eat my sweet corn with my steaks. And then, of course, we've got ethanol. What are some of the previous winners of the Consider Corn Challenge? How have companies found new ways to utilize corn? So things like... Um, the Products that think like the plastics market or, or products that use petroleum-based chemicals today. Um, one example, Lacryl, um, they were one of our, our previous Consider Corn Challenge winners. They make bioacrylic acid, and that can go into things like uh, diapers for like the absorbency component. Or we have another um, company that won Exopolymer. They're making um, an application that can go into hyaluronic acid. So think the the face cream and the moisture locking properties in your your cosmetic and and, and face cream products. So um, really, when we think about you know these new uses of corn, it can be even things like um, the National Renewable Energy Lab is also one of our winners, and they're making a. a acrylic nitrile to carbon fiber that can be used in the shell of your your vehicles, your cars. So really there's applications across the board. And when we think about these new uses, uh, you know, we think of it more of a, a silver buckshot instead of a silver bullet approach because it's going to take a variety of these new uses um, to help grind more corn. Well, and Sarah, I think that's my question. When you mentioned some of those chemicals, that these corn kernels are being cracked in to perform the work that petrochemicals were doing previously, I, I didn't understand a lot of those names. Those are new names to me. These seem like small markets, but small markets can add up, can't they? Absolutely. And really, when we actually look across all our 15 winners to date, if we assume that they get to full commercialization and, uh, you know, assuming a, a certain market penetration, we could be looking at up to 3.4 billion bushels, which that's definitely a moonshot goal. But even if, um, you know, just one of these technologies is really successful, that can make a huge difference to, to U.S. corn farmers. It certainly can. So 
Sarah, if we've got listeners out there, perhaps they're working with some companies on that next generation of bio research, and they're curious about applying for the Consider Corn Challenge in that quarter of a million dollar prize pool, what's the best way to do it? And what are the timelines required to get this in and, and keep the Consider Corn Challenge moving? Yeah, so our, um, the contest is open until June 30th, and they can enter um, using the entry form at ncga.com slash considercorn. And um, we will announce the winners at the Advanced Bioeconomy Leadership Conference in October, uh, so this fall. And um, we welcome entries. It could be anywhere from individuals to startup companies. Uh, we've had universities and academics. We've had government um, labs enter. So we are really open to a variety of entries. Now, Sarah, for folks to enter, do we have to have the the product, the final use of that corn in practicality today, or can it just be an idea that we want to bring to fruition? It does need to, you need to have some, um, a quantity of the product being, being produced. It can be at a very benchtop scale, a very, um, you know, initial pilot phase, um, but it, it does have to be um, more than just a, just an idea. All right. We want it in the real world, folks. Check that out, Sarah. One more time, if we've got folks interested, where can they go for the application and the, the rules of the Consider Corn Challenge? Yes, they can visit ncga.com slash consider corn. All right, folks, keep that on your radar. But Sarah, of course, the Consider Corn Challenge isn't the only thing NCGA is doing to help promote the bio economy. Can you talk to some of the other strategies you guys are working on to help improve capital flow into that sector? Yeah, so as we think about, you know, our new uses strategy and finding new markets for corn, we have things like the Consider Corn Challenge that we talked about to really help prime the pump for innovation and get the those research and, and development ideas. But then when it comes to commercialization of these products and actually getting them into the hands of consumers, we recognize that a lot of these, these companies uh, have challenges overcome, overcoming what we call the valley of death, right? So they get to a pilot phase, they're starting to make the product, but when they have to, to scale up and get to, to larger fermentation levels, et cetera, they have a hard time doing that because it's uh, cost competitive, capital costs, um, risk just entering the marketplace. There's a lot of challenges. So we're working with um, the USDA um, rural, rural development as well as other um, industry partners to really develop what does a national incentive program look like for bio-based materials to help them compete in the marketplace, both from a capital offset perspective, but also an incentive um, for, for pr production. And sir, I've got to imagine that uh, those incentives are still a work in progress. Is that your take here on the industry? Absolutely. So we've seen, you know, a couple states be really successful in developing these incentives to support the bioeconomy in their state. But we're looking at how can we help facilitate with a national um, program and, and actual like federal bill language to help facilitate this further. All right. Hopefully we'll see continued growth there. But Sarah, biofuels remains a key component of that corn use group outside of agriculture. Can you talk about some of the growth you've seen there in the biofuels industry, specifically with regard to digest data? Yeah, so we um, again, you know, help to help these these companies overcome the valley of death. We've been working with um, Biofuels Digest and others to help um, put together a, a searchable database of pilot facilities that these companies can go to to help scale up their technologies. And a lot of times, they are utilizing ethanol as a building block for these chemicals. And and I want to emphasize that as we're pursuing these new uses, it doesn't have to be a, a feed or 
chemicals, um, you know, debate. It gets to be an and statement because we get to utilize all these various different components of the corn kernel for, for various different demand sources. So to me, that's a really exciting um, thing that it gets to be, you know, feed and fuel and bio-based plastics. And, and even as we look at things like sustainable aviation fuel, it just continues to be um, ad an additional market. And our U.S. corn growers are continuing to meet that um, demand opportunity. They are. And Sarah, of course, you're in the market development ecosystem. So you're around this every day. But from the outside looking in, it sounds as though there is growing pressure on using these bio-based materials to solve some of the, the crude oil uh, issues or, or products we have out there in the system. In your From your purview watching this, is that real? Are we seeing the market put dollars into these new uses, these bio-based uses? Oh, absolutely. You know, from the um, you know, from the, the CPG, we're also consumer product packaged goods world. Um, you know, you see all these commitments that companies like Nike and Amazon and Patagonia, you, you name it, have made, um, you know, and I know a lot of us in the ag industry are familiar with the, the commitments around, um, you know, sustainable agriculture, but we're also seeing it in these sustainable products and they can only do so much as far as logistics and transportation and production costs. So they're really targeting the actual products that they uh, produce and get into the hands of consumers to help lower the environmental impact of the products that they produce. And that's through utilizing corn-based um, and bio-based uh, feedstocks and inputs into these production processes. It's so good to hear the demand is out there pulling this corn kernel into new uses, finding new buyers out there after the corn gets to the uh, the elevator. Sarah, if we've got listeners who want to continue learning about specifically the Consider Corn Challenge or the other work that NCGA is doing to promote new uses, what's the best place you'd send them? They can visit our website at ncga.com slash new uses and always happy, um, feel free to, to reach out to me at mckay at ncga.com and I'm always happy to have that conversation or, or come come even speak to grower producer groups about the work that we're doing here at National Corn. That's a great point, folks. If we're doing good work, we've got to tell the folks that we're doing good work. And sometimes we've got to tell ourselves the work that we're doing in the industry. Our thanks to Sarah McKay, the Market Development Director with the National Corn Growers Association, for joining us for this month's Monthly Grind. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me.